Cavalier Cigars. That's how we start 2023, people. We started strong, we started bold, and I happen to have two of the exact same cigar in my humidor. I'm like, ooh, we should smoke these. Isn't that how everybody smokes cigars? Ooh. Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. A happy new year, one and all. If you missed our bourbons of the year, our cigars of the year, be sure to get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Good Pods, all the good spots where you get podcasts, and you'll be able to get our cigar of the year and bourbon of the year. But we went with the Viso Jalapa, the B2 Viso Jalapa. There's a, a couple of core lines from Cavalier Cigars, cavalier Cigar. Com. What Sebastian is doing, we met him at the Premium Cigar Association show about two years ago, uh, Fingers Malloy, two and a half years ago maybe at this stage, and liked what they did and then saw them again last year and liked them even more. This is the Toro, the 6x54, which means it's six inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 54, the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Again, with the laughter. It's got a little bit of a box press on there. And this Viso Jalapa wrapper, right? We're talking about regions of Nicaragua. It's Nicaraguan through and through. But it's a unique mix of not only being unbelievably oily, a touch on the suede, and having veining. It's like it's got all of the pieces. It's smooth and veiny all at the same time. It is. And, of course, you know, Cavalier does this. Uh, how would you explain this This gold diamond in the wrapper. What? So their their logo is the gold diamond, and they have this gold leaf that they overlay onto the wrapper, and you smoke it all the way through. You could smoke. Oh, I smoke. I smoke the gold, baby, and uh, and and you smoke it all the way through as you get through that final third. Uh, it doesn't really affect uh, the flavor. I've never really felt it to create any level of issue for me at all. I could see where people would would naturally go to peel that off. Right. It's it's nice to know that you can smoke it. And we've, I believe, have we, I know we've smoked a Cavalier together. I don't know if we've actually, have we reviewed one before? Not this one. We have reviewed other Cavalier cigars, but this, uh, the, the V2 Viso Jalapa, a little bit uh, different than other things that we've looked at uh, before. It comes, I mean, you can get it as a Robusto, you can get it as a Torpedo. It actually comes as a Toro Gordo, which is a 6x60, which would be a beefy, beefy stick. But this right here in the 6x54, I think plays right, maybe a touch lighter in terms of actual heft weight than you would think of this cigar, but it's 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 quite all right because it feels perfect in the hand. Well, I, that's what I was about to say. I think you are being fair. I I think it is a lighter cigar than what you would expect by looking at it. But I think the box press makes up for it in your hand. It feels really good, and uh, you know I'm getting some cocoa notes. There's pepper there. Uh, so far, really enjoying the stick. So both the binder and filler on, uh, on here are Habano. And when you're dealing with that Habano tobacco, you're going to be getting things that have more and more spice. It's probably one of the stronger, I, mean, I guess it depending on who you talk to, one of the strongest flavor profiles. So when you see like a Habano wrapper, for example, you know you're going to get big spice. You should expect a, a lot of that pepper. It's interesting that this is within the, the binder and the filler, so you now you're competing with that. That is competing against that Viso Jalapa wrapper. And so there is just, for me, there's this, this little bit of sweet happening. The spice absolutely coats the tongue, though, not in a bad way, in, in, a, in a joyful, joyful way. I think Sebastian does an extremely good job 
with the blends here and not overpowering you, but certainly engaging uh, the palate. No, that pepper is very, very nice. Uh, and uh, again, with the, the, the chocolate is there. That sweetness, I can't put my finger on it, but it's there. Uh, it's your personality. Oh, well, isn't that true? Boy, aren't we starting off the year right, Tony? We really are. Um, that sweetness could be chocolate. It could be bread. Because um, sometimes when you have a piece of, uh, I don't know, what you call it, white bread, or me, I'm a sourdough guy, or rye, it'll come off as a sweetness at first, especially if you were to let it linger in your mouth. The sugars from, from the, remember, it's carbohydrates. The sugars, it's going to get in there. So that's where it, it, it comes from, really. We're not talking about a syrupy sweet. We're not talking about an overwhelming sweet. Like if you were to eat the everlasting gobstopper. Man, if I could have gotten that out on time, that would have just been glorious. Um, but it's it's just the right bit of sweet. And there's actually almost a hint, a faintness of citrus. I there's a that. faintness of, I don't know if I would call it an orange or if I would call it a, 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 a lemon-lime kind of thing. There's just a little bit that rests in there that kind of pops the brightness and that's what working really well to bring the spice into a nice nice place it's all mixed very very well together yeah one of the things i love about a box press is that's what i like to take on a golf course i love the box press on a golf course but to me tony and i think you would probably agree this is not a golf course cigar ah i if you drop this in the trap won't you feel sick about it well so so two things first would be a conversation uh, about price it would be a conversation about what does this cost you and in the msrp depending on the size you're talking about eight to nine dollars a stick mm. so you feel less bad yeah the point is that there's a lot of good things happening within this tobacco and i would argue that while i wouldn't mind it for a golf course i think it's the wrong profile for me for a golf course. I think I want to be able to sit with this and maybe an espresso and really take in what's what's going on. If you were to get me um, a, a, a weeded bourbon with this, I'm, I'm down for, for, for sure. I think there's a lot of good things here. This is not something I would pair with rum. This is not something I would pair with any level of a, a, a tequilas, no resposados. I think for me... Would, would work with this. This is something that I could pair with a stout. Yeah. I could pair this with an oatmeal stout and I think feel okay and like having the oatmeal counteract some of the some of the spice. But I think more than anything, espresso. I want I'm on coffee or I want water with this and kind of see where it builds and I want time with it. So no. For me it's not on the golf course only for that reason. I gotta tell you a little bit later about a stout I had over the holiday that was was unreal. I yeah. gotta tell you a little bit later about a flood I had in my house over the holidays. I'll tell you about that later. Oh, my holiday was better than yours then. Yeah, you win. Uh but I agree with you. This stick to me screams coffee. I should have paired it with a coffee. I may still pair it with a coffee, but uh, Oh yeah, it, we're only into the first third, baby. Yeah. And by the way, that's how you break it up. Look, I eyeball your cigar. First third, second third, final third, and then get your notebook. What did you eat today? What did you drink today? It's a cold, rainy day in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we are at Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com, where we record the show. Uh, and that's going to affect your palate. It's going to affect everything. So what did you eat? What did you drink? Write it all down. 
and then break down the flavors you're getting first to third, second, third, and final third. Oh, no, I absolutely, and there's plenty of time. How long do you think it would an hour and 15 minutes on this stick, you think? Yeah, I, I th- it is smoking a little bit fast, and I will put it down, but I think you're 75 to 85 minutes in on this cigar. The B2 Viso Jalapa, J-A-L-A-P-A, that's how you spell it, from Cavalier Cigars, cavalier-cigars.com. These are the people. I think they do incredibly good smokes at a really nice uh, price Point. Keep it here and find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. You see, the problem started when somebody let Fingers Malloy go shopping by himself. What? Look, seriously, you should not be allowed. Never mind, not even allowed out in public by yourself. You should not be allowed to go shopping on your own in a store with food. I don't understand. I bring greatness to the table. You literally, literally did this time around. It's Eat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that is Fingers Malloy, and Fingers is always on the search for the eat part of eat, drink, smoke. It's the thing we have to do more of. We need more eat in the eat, drink, smoke world. I agree, and you got the right person for the job if you're having me seek out the eat in eat, drink, smoke. But he, he, he will find it anywhere. He's always on the prowl, always on the hunt, and he was in a, a store, and he came upon... Little Debbie, once you say Little Debbie, you know it's over. You're like, oatmeal pies, oatmeal pies, say it's oatmeal pies. It's actually not oatmeal pies. Little Debbie Nutty Buddy Cereal. Can we get a round of it? Hooray! Hooray! He actually sent me a video of him zooming in on it, and all it says is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, So this is chocolate and peanut butter flavored cereal. It's not really chocolate nor peanut butter, is it? This is not chocolate nor peanut butter? Of course it is. Little Debbie only uses the finest of ingredients. And this is 170 calories, but if you have a three-quarter cup of skim milk, it's 230 calories. 33 carbs, 16 added sugars, uh, and, uh, and, and two grams of protein. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is the breakfast of champions. I am just absolutely over the moon happy. This is new, Tony. This just came out, I guess, in October. Right. And uh, I was told by my uh, oldest daughter, I didn't know this apparently, and I, 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 I shouldn't say this without confirmation. You know, I take my job as the happy hour anchorman seriously. Very seriously. So this is just a scuttlebutt. Was it this hearsay? Speculation. Hearsay, if you will. They may make ice cream, too. They do. They do? You've not had it? No, I heard they make snowball, nutty, nutty buddy uh, ice cream, and there's oh, yeah. one more. Uh, oh, they do the whole oatmeal pie ice cream with strawberry oh. shortcake ice cream? Oh, yeah. Oh, we've had it in the cat's household for years. <laughs> All right, so let me just say that whatever the cereal is, it has stained the inside of the bag. How is that possible? Oh, That's not a stain. That's flavor. Oh, it smells like diabetes. Just just give that a whiff right there. Honestly, oh we're like goodness. two college freshmen who just got our first ounce baggy. Dude, no stems. No stems. All right. All right. I'm, I'm pouring a little out for myself. Oh, this is exciting. Right here. Now, it is cereal. We're, we're eating it dry like we're kids being pushed in the stroller with a couple of Cheerios <laughs> to keep us well entertained. Um, just put a little water on it. They're very nugget-sized. I thought they would be bigger. 
but they're very, very nugget-sized. Don't think of them looking like the, the actual wafer. They look more like if the wafer um, went to the bathroom. That's is the, Come on, that's a pretty good... Yeah, I would say I, I feel like I could build a little wall with them. You think? It's, it looks like one of those landscape bricks that people put around their trees. Or oh, like a right. That's wall. what it looks like. That is yeah. what it looks like. All right, so am I going to do this first? You can do this first. We're, we're not, we shouldn't we be eating it like cereal? But we're, we're not doing... Are, are, is it I because you're anti-lactose? Well, I am... I have been pro-lactose throughout my entire career. I'm going to say that right now, Tony. But for me, I feel like you don't want the milk to influence the review because you may be a whole milk guy. Somebody else may be a skim milk guy. That oh, right there. Oh, me with cereal? Half and half. Really? I put half and half of my cereal. Oh, you know what I put? What? Rye. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. I was serious, by the way. I do, oh. I do my cereal with half and half. All right, you ready? Yeah, Am I going first? I, I want you to go first. All right. Do I do one or do I do a handful? I do a handful. He does a handful. He's all in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing the Memphis Munch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is exciting. Oh, I'm going to need a moment alone. Oh, he's going in for seconds. He's, he's two-fisting the cereal. This is wonderful. This does my heart good. Makes me want to two-fist something. <laughs> Oh, that's very good. Yeah? Oh, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's stuck in my teeth. Oh, now, if I if I remember how you usually talk, normally you would say daddy-like, if I, if, I, if I remember correctly from 2022. It's 2023. I'm turning up over a whole new leaf. Oh. Poppy-like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, see. Oh, that is sweet. That is good. That is sweet. The milk would cut the sweetness a little bit. I think they've got this right on track. I don't think you can do more than one bowl, right? One bowl for the nostalgia and be done. Right. One salad bowl. Whoa, yo. One punch bowl. One mixing bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. One Hollywood bowl of little uh, Debbie <laughs> Nutty Buddy <laughs> cereal. All right. All right, fingers, go to it. I'm going in. You're just uh, having one? I'm going to do this. Yeah. Did you just do it? You just bit half of one? I did it by the handful. There it is. There's the handful coming in right now. And there he goes. How good. That is so good. It is so good. Fingers, that is that is remarkable. Kellogg's, they hit the flavors. Oh, Kellogg's knocked it out of the park with this. And even though there's no milk there... It does. There's a creaminess to the peanut butter, even though there's no milk, and it's crunchy throughout. But yet, there's still there's a creaminess to the peanut butter. It's fantastic. They really. I mean, I, admittedly, right? We're reviewing a cereal. We're morons. <laughs> <laughs> but they hit the nostalgia part, dead perfect. You wouldn't have more than a bowl. But if you got a box, <laughs> like like if you were somebody, okay, finger yourself. But like like share that. Like if you have kids. You want to talk about the treat of their lifetime? You and them, Saturday morning, sharing a box of this? Oh, that's good. Do not... I couldn't do this, though. Like, you know how some people will eat cereal right out of the box, like as a snack, like on a trip or whatever? Honey Nut Cheerios I can do that with all day, all night, all the time. You can't do it with this. It's too sweet. It's too much. But with the milk, perfect. Shout out to my kids, because I bought this two weeks ago. And I said, don't touch this. Don't touch this. We are going to review this on the radio program. And they, they left it alone. But everyone around the house was like, when are you opening that box? When are you opening that box? When are you opening that box? Oh, man, that's fantastic. It's really good. I'm super impressed. 
Way to go, little Debbie. So my question is, if they do the uh, Nutty Buddy cereal and they do, uh, for the ice cream, if they do Nutty Buddy ice cream, where's the Snowball cereal? When is that coming? Oh, that that needs to happen. What? They do Swiss Rolls ice cream, too. Little Debbie Swiss Rolls ice cream. My world has completely turned upside down with this information. Has it been perhaps rocked? Yes. Wow. Outstanding. <laughs> 2023. I love you. Yeah, this is uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Because this had such an opportunity to be all sorts of shtick. Yeah. Nothing but shtick. And now this is... that that That's an eater right there. So my question is, do you think that that... I, I did not see if this is just a temporary thing or if that's going to be permanent i think that has staying power i think that that can that it can be says here right on the box available the next time the mcrib is available oh. so i don't know i don't know what that's supposed to mcrib cereal i'm an idea guy just not a good idea guy <laughs> see sometimes you gotta you gotta filter through you gotta let ideas exist in the public square so people can tell you how bad they are like mcrib cereal yep you combine pork with Sauce. half and half. <laughs> right. Rabbi approved. <laughs> now, before we go any further, just uh, one more point to make uh, about uh, DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that man is lucky to be alive, having a heart attack on the field, and certainly all the best to him and his family because that's it is a crazy confluence of events that could lead to something like that happening. It's crazy that it even happened. It, things like this so rarely happen. Lucky to be alive. Incredible, incredible medical professionals who kept him alive. We were talking about it earlier. I wanted to make sure we stated that. Happy for him. Happy for all of those involved. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is Fingers Malloy. And Taylor Swift's cat is worth $97 million. I, I, What? Taylor Swift's cat. She has a cat. Uh, a Scottish fold named Olivia Benson. Has it which makes me hate Taylor Swift. Oh, that's what makes you hate Taylor I Swift. I didn't necessarily like you know, I hate her before. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan before. I am not a Swifty. Oh. Don't you mind. Uh me, but it's well, Olivia Benson, not only a first name, but a last name, unless Benson's a middle name. Olivia Benson Swift. Oh, I see. I, I know a little bit about this cat. Word is around the campfire, it's able to hold a steady relationship. Not true. Oh. Not not true. Uh, it's got um, $97 million. Richest cat I know. The cat is a social media influencer. That's the... <laughs> so, I, I don't know how that happens. So... She put a picture of her cat on Instagram mm -hmm. and it garnered more than 2 million likes on the page. Does that mean you start, like, advertising? I would think. I, l listen, I, if the, let's, let's walk through this. If this cat has its own Instagram page, uh, then it gets the followers over time. And these, these are human followers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it gets the, the followers over time, and then you can start monetizing that account. My question is, if this is uh, a cash cow. Cash cat. Cash cat. We're talking about. There's a shelf life with this cat, unfortunately. I, I, so do, first, you, do you get lookalikes? First, 
Wow. To keep wow. This, to keep this account going for years. It's to like come. Andy Kaufman's secret character over there. <laughs> um, the cat is named after the character Mariska Hargitay plays on Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Well, that's that's deep. The cat <laughs> has appeared in music videos and in commercials, including one for Diet Coke back in 2014. I thought I recognized that cat. Coming in behind Benson on the richest pet list is Oprah Winfrey's dog, Sadie. The dog, Sadie, Sonny, Lauren, Layla, and Luke at $30 million. Can I ask you a question? There's a Pomeranian named Jiffy Palm. (laughs) And the cat of the late Carl Lagerfeld at $13 million. Can we go back to Oprah Winfrey's dog, Sadie, for a second? Do you think Oprah and Gail... You know, they're pals, Oprah Gale, right. Oprah Gale, Oprah Gale. Do you think they shame Sadie knowing now that she's not as successful as Taylor Swift's cat? No. Why can't you be more like Taylor Swift's cat? You're no. worth a third of that cat. What's wrong with you, I you don't. lazy dog? I, I, I don't. No? <laughs> you don't please, think that happens? Please tell me that's not the way it works. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. The rich really are different than us. <laughs> They really and truly are $97 million cat. You start taking pictures of our cats. Goodness gracious. Then the age-old question comes from the New York Post. My husband gave me a gym membership for Christmas. Can I be PO'd? So the story as follows. This Christmas, my husband gifted gifted me a very expensive gym membership for 12 months. I am very fit and active, but simply have no time to go to the gym. My husband knows this. Am I being unreasonable Is uh, was the thread on a mommy blog called Mum's Net. Despite being considerably overweight himself, <laughs> my husband has been making pointed comments about my weight for some time. She has a BMI of 20, by the way. Mm. Body mass index. Am I being unreasonable to be upset? First, um, if you pay any attention to BMI, I think you're out of your damn head. Yeah. Just out of your mind, ridiculous. Um, you're, if, if, if I understand it right, Fingers Malloy, her argument is, I take care of myself. I'm married to this big fat loser who spends money on a gym membership for me because he's calling me fat. You, way to, way to pick him, sweetie boo. <laughs> Do you get a sense that this guy wants a divorce? I, I, I mean, she paints a picture like her husband uh, was giving out the Christmas gifts while he's sitting on the couch with an open box of Nutty Buddy cereal, eating it right out of the box dry, saying, sweetheart, I got you a great gift. You really need to start working out. That's- right? Was that you chewing on <laughs> yeah. us or, cereal? You really need to start working out. And meanwhile, she paints him as a fatty, fat, fat, fat. I, um, I, you know, I, it, it's not that I believe that people should just get divorced willy nilly. <laughs> it's not that I think that at the first sign of trouble, you should go on, go walk out the door. Don't turn around now. You're not welcome anymore. Here we go. It's, it's not, it's not that. Here we go. It's that at certain moments, you should realize that maybe. You can do better. Tony Katz, divorce advocate. Um, I, I am an advocate for not being in ridiculously stupid relationships. 
And people are in ridiculously stupid relationships. So where does this go wrong? How does a man who has been married for any length of time think to himself, unless she has been talking for years that she wants a gym membership? And even then, you don't do it. You let her go do it. You, you don't go out on your own and say, honey, sweetheart, great news. You know that gym membership you always wanted? I thought that right now is the time for that. So H- someone How does this res- guy do that? Well, peop- so- some guys are dense. Some guys are truly dense. By the way, for your birthday, got your vacuum cleaner. Oh, you are sweet. You are sweet. I'm going to get the dishwasher fixed for you this year. <laughs> Someone chimed in on one of these uh, mommy blogs. I'd keep it, leave the kids with him, pretend to go and go eat chocolate and read a good book for an hour once or twice a week in the car. (laughs) So this woman's answer to the ridiculous quote-unquote gift of the husband is to lie to the husband and abandon the children. (laughs) My plan's better. It's honest, direct, focused, no ambiguity. No passive-aggressive nonsense. Just full aggression and out. So what you're saying really is what she should do is get him a gift certificate for a divorce lawyer. Is what you're saying. I'll counter your gift certificate, your gym membership, whatever it was, with a a, a gift certificate to Dewey Cheatham and how uh, divorce attorneys. I'm simply suggesting... That sometimes you have to cut your losses. And by the way, I don't even know if this woman has kids. You have to cut your losses. You have to realize that you made a mistake by not having any standards when you got married. You were just so excited to get married. So you're blaming her for all this. Oh, of course I am. (laughs) She knew he was a putz the second she settled. Wow. The first time she saw him naked, she should have said, Oh, no. Well, maybe he had an ab back then. <laughs> Singular? <laughs> an ab popping Singular. out. Look, yeah. you got you to gotta know when to walk away. <laughs> know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. My, is there not a song lyric I can't quote? You know what she should do with this guy? Shake it off. I was gonna, it's Chumbawamba right now. Give me, give me some Chumbawamba. Is, is 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 that the 500 miles, people? Oh, she drinks a whiskey drink. She drinks a vodka drink. I oh, get knocked down. Oh, but I but get, I up, get up again. Ah, uh, you see? Ain't never going to let me down. No. <laughs> well, clearly, I've made that mistake. From a Cavalier Cigars, the Visa Jalapa, the, B, uh, the, B, the B2 uh, Visa Jalapa cigar. I'm enjoying it. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. The bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. So you gotta love something that's double oaked. Me, for example, when we talk about Woodford Reserve, the double oaked, I think, is some of the best juice out there for the money. So when you found out that Dixon Deadman was on to a new project heading out from Kentucky Owl that he, well, you can argue, rebuilt into a whole new bourbon, the 2XO, the Phoenix edition, or the Phoenix blend. Yeah, we were in. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, 2XO, meaning two times oaked. 
2xowhiskey.com is where you can find it. Dixon Deadman is his name. This is a small batch blend, and small batch fingers can refer to, well, quite literally anything. It means it's not single barrel. You take a little bit from here and a little bit of there and a stickle of fluoride. Stickle. And, uh, and that's how you create your blend. And that's what they've done here with this Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, which is, it's, it's almost like a wine bottle kind of, of, of look. Lovely label. And coming in, fingers below, at 104 proof. A little bit of applause. Everything over 100 proof gets applause from Fingers Malloy. Happy New Year to us. And uh, we, we, we poured ourselves out some here. It's a great way to start 2023 with something that just, it just looks the part of bourbon, right? The color is dead on in a, in a, in a copper with, with, a, with a hint of, of, of extra red in there. It's sticking to the glass almost as if you were going to be mudding up a house with stucco. Sticking and mudding is what you just said. Honestly, I'm a poet. <laughs> I'm the Johnny Cash of my generation. Get a load of that nose, Tony. Oh. Isn't that nice? Oh, hello. Deep, rich. Um, very, very slight on the ethanol. Slight on that alcohol kind of kind of nose. And mm, mm. Oh, full in. Full in. That is a luscious, luscious nose right there, yeah. Blue Bear. Vanilla. Uh, there's a, a little bit of. Would you call that citrus? That's a good question. Or is it that ethanol that you were talking about? Um. I, so the the ethanol, which is the, to to us that that alcohol kind of hit. Um. That that can exist in a, in a, in a lot of things. It exists in a lot of places. It doesn't necessarily mean that on when you when you're tasting it. You're going to have a, a lot of issues. But I think what there is on this, ah, there is a little bit of citrus. There's a little bit of orange playing on there. Oh, that's so nice. A little bit of, it's a little bit of orange and a little bit of orchard going on on the nose. Oh, but it, it's just, it's rich. Yeah. It is a rich nose and it feels good. Now we start this neat. When we do a, a bourbon or really anything, and then decide whether we're going to bring it to a big rock, uh, a couple ice chips, or add some some water, a couple drops of water to it. Remember, water is going to bring down proof, but will also allow the uh, juice to open up. So by adding ice, you are changing, by definition, what the bourbon is. So if you're doing it to get the taste, to get the flavors, to understand your own palate and build your own palate, you're going to want to do it neat first. Try that and then bring it to a cube. And see where you go from there. This is the 2XO, Two Times Oak by Dixon Deadman Fingers Malloy. You ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all year. We start with the see, Kentucky. I see you did. Because this is the first episode of 2023. We start with the Kentucky Chew. Move it around the palate. See where it is. Sometimes you want to do two sips. The first one to set the taste buds. The second one to really see where you are. Uh, oh. What oh, happened? Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, I'm so happy. Look at you. I'm so happy. There's that vanilla. There's there's caramel. And then, to me, it's it's a, a citrusy spice. There's some citrus. There's some spice there. It does not play at over 100 proof. I I really, really like that. There's a lot to like about this. Well, I'm going in. I'm going in. 
2xowhiskey.com. 2XO, the two times oak, uh, the Phoenix blend is what it's called. Here we go. To your health. Fingers Malloy. To my health, Fingers Malloy. He's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch. It's a little bit thinner than I thought it was going to be based on how it was reacting in the glass. I'm going to be very interested to see what you think. First of all, it's not the Memphis Munch. It's Kentucky Chew. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. Full coating of the tongue. A slight bit of warmth on the center chest. Uh, a touch a touch of burn going down. A, a, a really, really slight. It's funny. It, 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 it starts super, super sweet. It starts sweet, and that goes away quickly because it, it gives it gives to a spice mm-hmm. it gives way to a spice and in doing so it gets a touch dry mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just it's an interesting feel that's going on but there's I, I you know I started with saying in the on the nose it was luscious and I think that's right I'm going back in for oh really. he's going in ladies and gentlemen for Louisville lip number two. Um, it's good bourbon. Yeah, I actually do think it's calling for a cube. If if I was if I was a betting man, I think it would call for the cube, and you get more of that orchard fruit going on uh, there in the, in the uh, in the in the finish. What's fascinating to me is that it's not as oaky and oak centric as I thought it would be. And when you know you're doing it two times oak, you're bringing it to another barrel, and we're not finishing it in in a in a port barrel or in a cognac barrel. Like that. It's it's going into another oak barrel. I thought it'd be. I thought you'd get more wood. I thought you'd get more of that more more oak. But I'm not complaining. There's a crispness to it. It 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 and maybe it's again going back to how you describe it. There's a it really dries out quickly in the mouth. It doesn't coat as much as I thought it was going to based on how we saw it in the glass, but I really dig it too. XO, 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 Tony, that's hugs and kisses. Is that what it is? Oh, that's what I see. Uh, drink enough of this and you'll be doing just that. <laughs> um, this is a nice, nice little piece right here. The 2XO uh, coming in uh, from, uh, from Dixon Deadman. Now, the question Fingers Malloy. Yes. Is this in your liquor cabinet? And when you decide what's in your liquor cabinet, you go by price, right? Yes. Yes. It, it it's totally so exclusively a price conversation. Well, uh, I don't know about it. It's exclusively a price. One thousand percent about price. Okay. Why not? This goes for give or take a hundred dollars a bottle. Ouch. Now, that is more than I usually like to spend. Of course, you always have to adjust, or you have to adjust now based on inflation. I'm willing to spend a little bit more on bottles. Usually, I like to stay below $50 a bottle because there's so much great juice you could find under $50 a bottle. This is really good. At the very least, if you're a little squeamish about spending $100 on a bottle of of bourbon, seek this out at your favorite lounge. See if they have it. It's definitely worth your time. Oh, it's, it's definitely worth trying. $100, that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough road right there. That's why you have to try and make that decision for yourself. Flavor-wise, oh, there's a lot of good things happening. I got to ask myself if I can justify the price. After we put it to a cube, we'll let you know. 
So this is the first time that Fingers Malloy and I have seen each other in 2023, except for a brief interlude where Fingers Malloy stopped by my house feeling so sorry for my wife and I because we got back from vacation to a flooded family room, guest room, bathroom, hallway, and basement because that freezing cold took our pipes. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. It was very kind to you. He brought me some brisket, some baked beans, some mac and cheese. All homemade. And we sold it right on eBay. <laughs> so thank you for that. I, I will get into the flood. But you... You most didn't have a Christmas because here in Indiana, and this happened, of course, many places across the country, temperatures got crazy low. The temperatures here in Indianapolis, 30 below with the wind chill, 30 below. And you're like, yeah, it's snowing crazy. We can't get out. But you took one break in the weather and you're like, we're going to Michigan, kids. Absolutely. Get in the car. Crank it up. A little snow never hurt anyone. That's what I say. Is that what you say? Uh, yeah, except when I actually did get caught in the blizzard, uh, right smack dab in the middle of it. Tony, that was no joke. I mean, we didn't get a lot of snow here in central Indiana, but the blowing and drifting, you, I, I unfortunately, I had to be on the road uh, at night, and you could not see three feet in front of you. I, I, there were some points I was going uh, seven miles an hour on a state road. I got caught in the middle of the road. I stuck. Did you get stuck? stuck? You did. In the middle of the road on a rural road, everything was fine. No snow, no snow, no snow. Foot and a half snow drift right in the middle of the road. And I'm looking around thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's dark. Nobody can see. Uh, 45, 50 below wind chill factor. Uh, thankfully, some guys came by and pushed me out, and I was on my way. It was, it was not a pleasant experience. But you got to Michigan. Yes, and then you- I got to the casino. And you got to the casino. And this... That's why you went to Michigan? No, You risked not. life and limb no. to play video poker? No, 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 no. That was after I got back, but I thought you would enjoy this story, Tony, because it's something that happened to me was very similar to what happened to you in Las Vegas. So I'm sitting and playing video poker at a quarter progressive machine. Oh, I'm those playing, are the worst kind. I'm playing jacks are better. The Royal Flush is at... And I was playing jacks are better. A lot of people don't play jacks are better uh, video poker because it can be a tad boring uh, compared to the other games because there's not a high payout for, say, a four of a kind and all that stuff. It's very, but what it does, it pays back uh, more on two pairs. So it keeps you going, lets you play longer. So normally I don't pay attention if I get off a machine and somebody else gets on it because chances are they aren't going to play the same game I'm playing. So I got off my machine. Oh no! And I sat down to the machine right next to me, and a guy—oh no! A guy sat down, and within five minutes, playing the exact same game I was playing, hit the royal flush for fifteen hundred dollars. And oh, I started angry playing, Tony. You know what angry playing is? I—I <laughs> uh, I can guess. That's when uh, everyone around the guy who was just playing your machine is celebrating, going, oh, my goodness. And, and he's looking around saying, I've only been playing this machine for five minutes. And I'm pounding the keys on the machine, saying, I'm cleaning this up uh, for the FCC, all under my breath. And then I got up and said, congratulations, I just got off that machine, and I left. 
And I wow. thought of I thought of your experience back yeah, in happened Vegas. Happened to me. Happened to me in Vegas. Same thing happened to you. Yeah. Well. All right. You know what? You may have had a worse uh, no. worse return from vacation than I. No, I did not. Not even close. Spent uh, a little over a week in Arizona. I hiked South Mountain, the Mormon Trail, uh, the Sonoran McDowell Reserve. Did mountain biking in the Sonoran McDowell Reserve. You mountain bike? Uh, uh not well. <laughs> not well. With my youngest, rented the bikes. They met us out there. It was a guide. It was everything else. And what I realized is, you know what? I'm not in as bad of a shape as I thought, but I'm not in biking shape going up some even smaller inclines. Mm-hmm. And after about an hour in, they wanted to head up into some areas. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to stop you. And like, well, we have to ride back with you. I said, okay, let's ride back fast. And it was a downhill. It was fantastic. <laughs> and then uh, they went on for another two hours. If it makes you feel any better, I'm not in any shape to mountain bike in Indiana. Right. I, <laughs> that does make me feel better, <laughs> oddly enough. But it was fantastic. There's not a cigar I didn't smoke. Uh, my entire Arturo Fuente Rare Pink collection came with me. Wow. You know, it was, it was just terrific. Sitting by the fire pit night after night after night in the hot tub. Fantastic. Get home to oh. just north of Indianapolis. To the house at about midnight. My wife walks in first. And all I hear is, oh, my God. Now, that is a terrible impression. <laughs> but we're here at Blend Bar Cigar, where we record, blendbarcigar.com. And I do not want to freak out the other people who are here. I walk in. Right. You walk in. A little bit of a mudroom. Hallway. You turn right. There's the family room. Well, the water was right in front of me when I got to the hallway. Like a Bellagio fountain. Oh, good Lord. Pouring out of the ceiling. But it clearly had poured out of five or six different places from the ceiling. It was a mess. Now, I will tell you, we didn't lose a tremendous amount of things. All the flooring is gone. It, it went down the stairs into the basement. Luckily, it didn't affect my, my recording studio uh, there, the the guest room gone. It's going to. We're going to have to redo part of a bathroom we've just redone. Oh no! My wife has a book collection. Oh no! My wife had a book collection. Oh no! Three hundred and fifty books gone, uh. obliterated. Books that her late father gave her. Oh, no. Books that she's had since a kid. Books that were part of her education. Uh, in, in, in in school, things that she used to read to the kids, gone. The prayer book I used for my bar mitzvah, gone. The prayer book I took with me on my trip to Israel, gone. One of the five books that survived, the prayer book that belonged to my grandfather, a guy I never met, died long before I, I was born. It's over 100 years old. Wow. That survived. That was one of five books. It was it, it was a murder scene. It was just horrible. So the water's cleaned up. We, we found a remediation company, which is amazing because they're all super busy right now. And we're starting for, to, to do the build back, uh, the put back, as they call it. It happens. Pipes just froze. Three pipes burst. Three. Three. Wow. So, you know, the water freezes inside. Even if you turn off the water, the water can freeze inside and you'll have a leak later. And who knows how long that water was running. Well, it's fortunate, first of all, that you knew exactly where the main cutoff was in the house. Took because, me a minute. Oh, Took did me, it? Because I thought I knew, and then I'm like, wait, that's not it. And then I was like, oh. 
<laughs> the panic sets in. And you for, you're fortunate that it worked because a lot of times those valves will fail over time. I had to just replace ours uh, six months ago because it didn't work. So, uh, but you're handling it very well, and they're doing, from everything I'm hearing, a fantastic job, especially right around the holidays, to be able to get all this work going fast. Uh, that that's good. I I make the assumption that these guys are built for emergencies, right? There's never a moment where they don't have the crew ready to go. But so many of them are like, yeah, we'll get to you in three weeks. Oh, I just happened to find somebody who just had the moments. And so I feel fortunate about that. But that was it. That was it. And yes, in the big scheme of things, there are far worse things. Lesson learned. I'm here smoking cigars and drinking bourbon with you, Fingers Malloy. Never go on vacation. Uh, no. No, this is good for me. I think I'll do it again. As people will often tell you, there are things you should and should not say in the workplace. Things you can and cannot say in the workplace. Well, unless you want to get called into HR and have a whole thing, which, by the way, Fingers, you have a meeting after this. We have an HR department? Uh, well, it turns out because of your attitude, it's necessary. <laughs> See, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And for the record, I'm a ray of sunshine. There's a list, because what does Eat, Drink, Smoke without a list? That's true. The list of the 10 toxic phrases that you should remove from your vocabulary, according to career experts, because they are cold and belittling. But what if you like cold and belittling? Well, then you can pay for that fetish. There's somebody on OnlyFans <laughs> who will help you out. The first one on the list, we've always done it this way. But we've always done it this way. It's, you know, it shows that you're resistant to change or suggestions. Now, I'm okay with suggestions. I'm not okay with the employee on their first day saying, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? Because you don't know anything. <laughs> it's your first day. Be quiet. Now, are you complaining about the thing or are you providing an alternative? Why don't you spell it out? Why don't you spend a little time watching it, seeing how it works, and then figuring out whether or not it has a purpose? Is, there, is that too much to ask? First yes. day? Too Jimmy? Much. I assume it's Jimmy. Too Jimmy much. Jimmy on your first day? Why is it Jimmy? First day, Jimmy. First day, Jimmy. That should be that should be that, that would look great on a t-shirt, by the way. Oh, are you That's being a, a first day Jimmy over here? Is that not a sitcom from uh, country music television? I thought it was. <laughs> Could have sworn it was. Coming this fall on CMT. First day Jimmy. Starring Pauly Shore. Starring Pauly Shore! <laughs> oh. Of course. Oh. I, I I love it when projects come together on the air like this. Our production team is gold. <laughs> Um, what to say instead? We've always done it this way, but let's see if it's time to change practices. Ugh. Ugh. That, that, that feels very focus group to me. Yeah. Back in my day, we had it worse. <laughs> well, that is true, Tony. Back in my day, we did have it worse. Wait, that's true of a lot of people, like the people in 1806. <laughs> they had it worse. Yeah, they only had Ask Jeeves back then. Right. Now we have several search engines to choose from. <laughs> it's best to keep our salary information private. Why, why is that a bad thing to say? I thought you weren't supposed to talk money. That's what I thought, too. I don't, I mean. Uh, but that, that can create a toxic work environment if you all have the, the same position and people start throwing out their salaries. 
But this is how they put it. Now, to some people, this may be a political conversation. I don't view it that way. This says that you protect special deals and do not value transparency. As a result, particular groups, for example, women and racial minorities, are left vulnerable, vulnerable to pay disparities. This is often referred to as the wage gap. There are two things to note here, specifically when it comes to women. Women have children. I can't do anything about that. This is just the way it is, what with biology and whatnot. Well, actually, you can do something about that. I really... Uh, all right. <laughs> I think I get your point. Yeah. If women, because they have children, leave the workplace, it will affect skill sets and what it is they can uh, negotiate for when they're going back to a job. Th that's true. That is a true thing. Now, you could argue that it's wrong, but it also is, well, nothing that can be done about it if your plan is to have children. I find the people who are like, I can work and I can have kids, I can have it all. I don't believe that to be true. I think that that's, you know, uh, ask people who, you know, bought into the whole concepts of feminism in the days of Gloria Steinem. And they, you know, uh, you know, a, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Mm -hmm. And has that shown through and been proven? And I think it's been proven the other way that all of us can't have it all. Now, that doesn't mean that women can't work. Women shouldn't work. Of course they should. It's that sometimes some families do the quote-unquote role reversal thing, to whatever extent that's still real. If someone's making more money and someone's staying home, I always find that to be the better way. Sometimes it's hard to do for affordability, and both parents work, and I absolutely get that as well. But if, if, if the choice to have children, the choice to have children affects pay rates... It affects pay rates, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. You made a choice for an opportunity, and there was an opportunity cost. Why is that such a hard conversation? It's not, but may I provide a counter-argument? We've always done it this way, Tony. Back in my day, we had it worse. I stand corrected. <laughs> the other part of this is that I find this extremely infuriating because the one thing that this discusses, this idea of wage gap, is that somehow women are incapable of negotiating on their own behalf. And I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true at all. If, if, if a man and a woman go for a job, and a woman accepts a job at X, and a man accepts a job at, at X plus 10 because he asked for it, that's not a wage gap in my view. That is what you negotiated for. Now, if you want to show me the employer that refuses to pay the woman X plus 10 because they're a woman... Okay, you have an argument at that moment. But we, we eliminate the whole personal responsibility conversation. Me, I, I don't accept the idea that women are somehow not capable of negotiating. That seems very anathema to me, very awkward to me. Yeah, I, I think that we, we would all agree that if there's a man and a woman at, a, at a, a place of work, they both have the same amount of experience, they both have the same job, and there is a, a, a huge gap in, in what they're being paid, the, the man's being paid more, we should be against that. But when it comes to these greater discussions, I often worry that we aren't getting the correct data. That so much of this is being politically influenced and you know people have agendas and you start getting into political arguments. You have to question where the data is coming from, how it's being analyzed. Uh, and, and, and to me, that, that kind of makes things foggy. Uh, I, I, 
I'm such a personal responsibility guy. Yeah. Um, and my belief in people, it, 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 I, I, you know, I'm not a cynic. I'm not. I believe that people are capable and that when left to their own devices, they do what is best for them. And, and I think that that's fine. And everybody has a different level of, of what's best. It's like the idea of success. There's a guy out there who's a biomed CEO making $35 million a year. And there's a guy out there who teaches ski lessons in Vail and lives in a studio right off the mountain. Who's more successful? What are we basing it on? The amount of money in the checkbook or the person who is most living out their desires and they chose the life that allows them to live it? Why would I judge that? Why would I question that? It's your life, kitten. Get to it. Yeah. See, so many people now, when it comes to making that lifestyle change, you're, you're, you're seeing people traveling the country, living in a van. And I look at that thinking, oh, my gosh, how could you enjoy that? They feel like they're living their, I hate using this term, their best life. And God bless them if they feel that way. If that's what makes them happy, I'm all for it. They, they made a decision. Yeah. And that get you you live with that if you want to make a new decision make a change you go about making a change i think that's totally fine i just I, I, but this all went back to keep your salary information private what to say instead it's important to have open conversations about salary no it's not <laughs> no it is not especially with first day jimmy yeah oh first day jimmy does not want to talk about salary you don't want me talking salary with him i'll tell i'll tell you what uh, we are drinking uh, from uh, 2XO Whiskey, number 2XOWhiskey.com, the Phoenix Blend, uh, this a small batch of uh, just an absolutely lovely, lovely bourbon from Dixon Deadman and smoking from Cavalier Cigars, the B2 Aviso Jalapa Toro. I, I finished it. Look at you. I, 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 may, I, may have a, I may have another one later. Good for you. Don't don't judge me. Start in the new year right. Don't you judge me one bit. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Be part of what we're building over there. Eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Eatdrinksmokeshow.com. I'm Tony Katz. That's Fingers Malloy, and we are Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast.